welcome to episode 64 of Unqualified Game Chat. I am your host, Azara Lopez, and with me today is the ever so beautiful, oh, so lovely, oh, pulling off a white shirt with red designs on it. Palm trees. Palm trees. I knew that. I don't even know what they look like in real life. Uh, no, I've seen them once or twice. They're a dream come true. Don't they and just catch on fire a lot? <laughs> they just steal a bunch of water. Yeah. And don't provide any shade at all. <laughs> uh, uh, Spencer, the legacy. Hello. Hello, everyone. Now you're probably thinking, I haven't seen these fellows in two dang weeks. Yeah. Well, what last happened? week. Ooh, bad news bears. Bad week for both of us. Mm. Uh, Azario got the Rona again. I think this is three times. Yeah. That's, uh, that's rough. Yeah. I that's feel like crazy. I'm, I'm not even, I'm going to blame it on, la to be honest i went to la and and jimmy kimmel got it twice in a row gave it to you and i hung out with jimmy that night so you gotta watch conan instead yep he's not wouldn't do that conan's not giving anybody uh and i had a dang ear infection like a like just the most wholesome (laughs) thing that could happen to a, a young boy yeah, it's an ear infection. When I was a little kid. I had a shit ton. My ears were fucked. I lived, but I lived uh, in a very small town in Manitoba where there, there weren't doctors regularly. They had to fly them in. Oh, so they and they had like a, they had like the beaks and stuff. Yeah, they had the beaks, and then uh, they would come up and they'd say, "Your child is dying." Um, <laughs> no, they uh, they were like, "Oh, he doesn't need ear tubes." And then I got fourteen ear infections in a year as a little boy and uh never got those tubes so i haven't had one in years um but i just had one it's mostly gone now so it it just keeps you humbled you know yeah it keeps me grounded you know it reminds me of the little people the flyover states yeah the flyover states (laughs) helps me connect with the, Uh, the the plebeians yeah um non-game journalists you know on a totally separate topic i was talking about the podcast to um to one of my friends just trying to explain the um the the lore of it all really yeah and the deep silmarillion style lore of this podcast and the the character that came to mind was no other than uh h game priest H game priest. Oh man, that was a good bit. Um, that was a classic bit. And how how hard it is to describe that character to somebody who has no idea. There's so many layers to it that you have to be informed on. It's the most. You, if you understand that joke, <laughs> you're one of like ten because. <laughs> You have to know age games. You have to understand like growing up religious. You have to yeah. understand like so many things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you get it, it's good. Uh, it's I was just, it was one of those things where you tell a story and you're just laughing the entire time, yeah. like an asshole. You know, the person's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, um, it's good. It's good. You got to watch. You have to watch episodes, uh, 28 to uh 49 of unqualified game chat to get that one but when you invest in that you know it's good yeah 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 yeah. and episode 69 is around the corner so i can only imagine he's gonna make a comeback this is and because this is episode 64 like like nintendo (sighs) i didn't have one of those so i i 
I had a Dreamcast. I never liked. They always felt like a. I remember always looking at them like they were one of those play test toys, you know, like our, I thought it was the coolest looking console ever, but just cause I knew that my friends had cool games on it, but I thought the controller sucked the bag. Oh yeah. That you didn't, stunk. didn't know how to, didn't know how to use it. I will say yeah. that thinking about the N64 only reminds me of how much I used to love wrestling games. Oh yeah. They were big on that console too. Yeah. Just the four players in general. You always, you always Nintendo knew. Nintendo knew, like they did, they did, and I I remember going to a friend's house and playing Kirby sixty four, and it's the level in the mall, and then there's a level where the sand is rising, and you're you're running around with DD. And I remember mm. thinking that was the most tense experience in my life. Can I be open about something? Yes, you may. I've never played Donkey Kong sixty four, and I've never played Kirby sixty four. Kirby sixty four is cool. I had the. To, this is the kind of shit that wouldn't happen nowadays but uh so i didn't have an n64 because i had a dreamcast luckily um but i bought the manual the not the manual the the guide to kirby 64 at a garage sale because i wanted to i wanted to play it so bad that i was like well i guess the next best thing is just reading how to play it so i i extensively read the guide to kirby 64 over and over until uh, I went on a trip to Winnipeg again for because uh, I lived in Winnipeg and I moved away. And I went back to visit the friend who I played it with and I brought the manual as a gift for him. I was like, yo, here's the guy, dude. He was like, whoa, I'm actually stuck at one part. Huh. And he found out how to beat it. through. It's just a nice story. We both played Kirby 64 again. It's just a nice little story for a little like eight-year-old Spencer. Oh, I love it. I love it. So that's my experience with Kirby 64. Donkey Kong 64... Uh, my brother loves, and uh, it's uh, it's a. I think it's a fun but kind of tedious game. I really, I really remember playing Castlevania '64, which oh, sucked. It sucks, but it has a really cool looking protagonist with like the, the. I forget his name. I used to know all their names from Castlevania Judgment. Uh, he's the he's the wolf guy with like the claws. He looks very cool. Yeah, that game. That game was weird. And I should have stopped playing from the beginning when like the skeletons are on the motorcycle motorcycle. That's like the best part of that game. Just the, just it, that it, it really comes out the gate on it you. Does. Like it, it's like, no, this is who we are. Yeah, and it's true. It's a very difficult game. Very difficult yeah. game. Um, but besides that, this, this podcast is recorded every week, posted to podcast services uh, every Thursday, unless one of us is dying from COVID or an ear yeah. infection or a dang ear infection. Um, Spencer, uh, we don't really have anything to talk about this week. Not really. I did play a couple games. Oh, I didn't mean those. Um, by the time this posts, I can talk about this one. Um, Hatsune Miku. It's, uh, the game you said it like the Domino's guy. Have you ever seen that? No. The Domino's president who, who did the crossover, like he was the president of Domino's and he did a little crossover thing with Hatsune Miku for Japan. And he had a little phone with Miku and he said, this is Miku. This Hats- is Hatsune, Hatsune Miku. Ah, Hatsu- so funny. Hatsune Miku. This uh, is Hatsune Miku. Oh, I'm not yeah. mirrored. So I have to, <laughs> I just noticed my, I turned this off the mirroring for something for work. Uh, and now this is weird. All backwards. It's weird. I don't like uh, this. Um, the game's called Hatsune Miku Project Diva Mega Mix Plus. It's a uh, Steam exclusive game. 
Um, and I think it's available. It's, I think they're like trying to stealth launch it or something like that. So yeah. this is embargoed, but, um, it has like, uh, 170 song over 170 songs, uh, extra song packs. And my review, I think highlights what, what honestly I kind of imagine to be where Miku is right now in the gaming versus that I've played all these songs before. So the, even the music videos are getting kind of old. Oh, that's a shame. Um, they do allow you to switch between future tone and mega mix style though of characters. Cause future tone is like super glossy and like really yeah. kind of weird looking. Um, but, uh, but I think the last thing of this game being on PC now is that you're going to have people um, expand on kind of what would it like, let the, let the community take this game and just dissect it and, yeah. and do their own music videos. Put their it's own... a very mod friendly game. You're saying I'm hoping that that's the case. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it a nine out of 10 because I mean, it's just everything that you would need. Yeah. If you've never played a Miku game, it's a good, like oh, you dude. have so much stuff. It, it's like right now, if you, I, and then they have like the different bundles for like, you can get the biggest bundle for 60 bucks, which mm-hmm. uh, gives you a total of 250 songs from That's the opening. Of- and it gives you all of the costumes and there's a shit ton of costumes in this yeah. game. Um, so I mean that that kind of skips everything really like of why you would even try to rank up or anything if you just get that version because you just get all the songs and then play them play them at your leisure. Having them all yeah. in one place is nice though. And it's I mean it's just a good rhythm game. You, you, yeah. I think the only thing is that I wish they would have put a little <clears throat> more effort into new um music videos or i don't know just uh something, something for the long time fans yeah because i've played these before and that's that's about it um another game i got to play was a sniper elite five which i didn't mean to review um it was just a really quick turnaround of like a week <clears throat> so i was like well i'll just have covid and shoot some people i guess there was a really funny story with that game where azario was like Hey, can you do the editing of voice for this? You probably don't need to edit it. It's pretty well written or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know who wrote it. I click it. Azario wrote it. <laughs> I never, I never so say, humble. I never say it either. I never say that. I don't like, oh, yeah. you probably won't have to really edit it. I didn't have to edit anything. So he was right. I just yeah. thought it was really funny. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do my own editing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Very well. Very well. People, people kind of knock my reviews sometimes. Like, like when, when I approach a review, I, I try and tell a story in there somewhere mm-hmm. of like my journey with the game. Oh, I always do that in the opening paragraph so people can go, okay, he's never played this series. Yeah. I will keep that in mind while I read this. Or, yeah. oh, he's a huge fan. I will keep that in mind while I read that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to make it overly complicated. And I like to keep it because in my head, you already know if you're going to buy a game or not. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I could probably do t- 
to convince you otherwise. If you know you're going to buy the game, you know you're going to buy the game. If mm-hmm. you're on the edge and you need a general outline and some of my some of my personal thoughts, then um, then I think that's where my reviews come in handy. Um, but they uh, they are very straightforward. I think I try to try not to make them too complicated, and I try not to. I love your style, brother. Yeah. It works well. Yeah. There's, there's some writers on the website, like Jared, who I, I sometimes really am envious of the way that he. Oh, I struck- thought you were going to start shit talking writers. No, no, I no. I was no. like, my eyes widened for I thought you were like, there's some oh, no. writers who don't quite get it. No, no, <laughs> I was no. Like, Jared, oh, shit. Jared's kind of an underrated writer at uh, Noisy Pixel, I would say. Bit of a Jared head. Yeah, big of a Jared head. And uh, he, uh, I don't know. I, I just really like his like his approach. It's mm. different. Uh, Colin recently put out a Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe review. I read that. And uh, the video was pretty funny, very entertaining. Yeah. So if you if you haven't seen that video review, check it out. Um, so yeah, I got a review Sniper Elite Five, and and it was fun. It was. Nice. It reminded me a lot of Hitman. Um, without the budget, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Janky Hitman. Yeah, it's it's nice. a I'm I'm glad for that series. You know, it's such a double A series that mm-hmm. kind of and those continues. are few and far between now. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to play anything? I did. First, since my last podcast, I got that dang Lego Star Wars Platinum. You got it. I got Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Took a lot of time. Took did a lot have, of work. Did you have to use a guide? No. Wow. Cause you unlock like things that show you where everything is. So it's I see. Yeah. Um, and then I started, cause that was one big game out of the way. Um, so on one hand, I'm, I'm getting some trophies in some games because uh, at my new workplace, I was like, Oh, you guys like getting trophies? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, cool. Let's compare. They have four times as many as me. I thought I had a lot. I, d- I don't. So I need to catch up. So I've been, <laughs> You you're know, saying fun, you're saying they're bigger gamers than you. It might be They're or they're, well, they're more committed to for, for a bit. I, I kind of fell out of trophies just because I had so much shit to review. Yeah. That I was like, I can't focus on platinums, but that's slowed down a bit lately. So I can get back into that. Um, I should have said this one second because it leads perfectly into our topic, but I'll, the other thing I'm playing is I started finally now that the big games out of the way, finally started Xenoblade Chronicles two. Oh, never played two. Love one. Played a lot of X. Liked it, but I never played two. I'm at. Um, I just went to more Ardane. So I'm. I'm it. I'm not like almost done, but I'm. I'm. I'm comfortably in the game now. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, is it weird that I I like the gotcha system? I'm like, oh, an excuse to waste my my life on gotcha without paying money. I get to do a bunch of pulls for free. <laughs> It is, you know, well, I mean, I thought when I was doing that system, when I was, when I was deep in it, mm-hmm. um, you're right. It didn't really bother me that much. It didn't, yeah. it, it didn't bother me until someone who brought it up. Like, I can get you're collecting them all. That sucks. Or if you really want one specifically, like I think everyone wants cosmos. Yeah. That sucks. But I like the excitement of being like, Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a rare blade. I haven't seen most of the rare blades. So I'm like, Oh, that's a sick design. Whoa. That's so cool. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying the whole game. I think the, 
you know, I get why people would hate the dub because there are some moments that the acting is, isn't quite there, but I it's find cheesy. it really charming. Yeah, I liked it too. I really like it. And, you know, I'm I'm just having a great time with the game. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a cool game. The gameplay systems are complicated. I feel like I need a thesis play this game i need a, a major in something oh but yeah and the battle I, system it the, out. the battle system has so much stupid depth so to it. much shit thank and god for that chugga conroy video where it's like things i wish i knew before i started yeah because like, once because oh. honestly once you figure out that battle system the bosses are so much easier yeah it's true and other than yeah. that you're just like chipping away for hours it yeah battles like. feel long if you don't know exactly what you're doing it's uh but once you know what you're doing it's a good time it's a it's a grand old time yeah i agree so i'm really uh i'm really enjoying that game and i i i have two and i own torna so i'll i after i beat two play torna, torna and that'll probably bring me right up close to xenoblade chronicles 3's release Ooh. and digimon survive that's gonna be a good day it's gonna be a really good day for a real good day for gamers even um, if i get them to review i'm buying physicals of both <gasps> of them because a Digimon games, I, I just like having physicals and they get hard to find and B Xenoblade games become a pain to, uh, I have everyone physically so far other than the 3ds, uh, and definitive physicals. Cause I have the Wii version. So I'm like, Oh, I have a Xenoblade physical, whatever. Um, I bought it. I bought it just because there's not many new 3ds games. So. Yeah. I didn't have a new 3ds. So I, I, uh, I, at the time I was in college, I was like, I can't, uh, I can't buy this just as a shelf decoration for $60 or whatever it is in Canada. Yeah, I used to be really into like, um, like IGN podcasts back then too. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Nintendo IGN podcast was just like saying how great it is. And I was like, well, fuck FOMO, you know, like, yeah, f- yeah, exactly. So I went out and got one. It's cool. I mean, the fact I was pretty blown away that they made that portable because that game, I would not have thought you could do like that, but they did it regardless yeah. of, uh, the, the cuts they did, but. Well, and regardless of like the fact that you had to buy a, a completely new console. Yeah, that too. It was <laughs> one of what, like three or how There's many like... new 3ds games are there? There's Luigi's mansion, like one, the re-release. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a Zelda. Is there a Zelda? Oh, Hyrule warriors. I think, I think you can play that but it looks horrible. A horrible. Same with Fire Emblem Warriors. You have to play it on the new 3DS. It like yeah. works better. Yeah. And then Majora's Mask added the second stick thingy. Yeah. yeah functionality. Yeah. And I think maybe like Minecraft, you need the new 3DS. Maybe that's all I can think of. Yeah. Kind of shitty, huh? Yeah. Other than like a bunch of virtual console games, but um, yeah, I, uh, but I'm, I'm really enjoying Xenoblade Chronicles too. I will keep the podcast updated as i go through it hmm. and um as for uh best girl yeah that's uh, the real question pyra or mithra are we... as i said uh well i've only just met mithra <gasps> so i don't know her that well i i immediately bought them in smash because we talked about how i didn't have all the smash characters but as i got to know the characters i was like hey oh i get them now they're cool i like them i'm gonna i'm gonna spend eight dollars on them um I haven't bought those $120 statues of them yet. No. But uh, I got them in Smash Bros. And uh, 
overall, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Pyra's, I, I, Pyra's totally different than I thought. When I saw her, like, design, I was like, oh, she's going to be the, oh, it's not like I like, like, she's going to be the aggressive one, but she's, like, really nice and yeah. just, like, Super humble helpful. and kind. And I was like, yeah. oh, what a surprise. I could cheat because Alma's DLC, and I could say Alma's still best girl. Yeah. But, but um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see as I get to know Mithra better, but uh, right now Pyra's great and uh, Nia's a really good healer, so that's helpful. I agree. It's a great game. Makes me want to replay it. Makes me <laughs> but wanna... then you see it's like 90 plus hours. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh. I loved going back, being able to go back to that game whenever I did. Just mm-hmm. like explore shit and it's a really it's good cool game. to start with a dlc because i i had it, the torna physical thing came with the expansion pass yeah so you just get like i have a billion fucking crystals and shit that i get like i'm saving them because you bond them with characters and i only have two characters i can use them right now yeah so i, I have a ton saved but it's uh it's cool i got really lucky and i got the one everyone says you should get on rex on rex immediately um zebel zerab oh yes it is I do. Good luck. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Xenobia by the Tails guy. And uh, yeah, so that's that's that. Um, but first I mentioned trophies, which brings us to PlayStation <gasps> Plus is coming. Yeah. They're putting trophies on old games. On Some old, old games. games. We have uh, trophy support for a few games. We have Wild Arms. That's a big one. Ape Escape. Mm-hmm. Siphon Filter, Hot Shots Golf, and Intelligent Cube. You ever played? Just you, the start. You ever play Intelligent Cube? No, I have not. So it's a game where um, <clears throat> these blocks you're 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 on a grid, and these blocks are slowly um, turning over onto you, so mm-hmm. making the field smaller and smaller as okay. time goes on and your job is to um create like combos to get rid of these blocks so that you you can get by and not get squished by them that sounds fun and then all the while you're um racking up points um i i actually i got i own the game which is nice it's kind of a rare game all of these games are kind of rare except for siphon filter um but uh i don't know it's cool it's i i think wild arms is already on ps classic so yeah but i like that uh, it has trophies now because i've tried to start wild arms like three times and every time a review game comes up and i'm like but wild Wild arms is really good but if you i like it every time i just get too busy i feel like i feel like it sucks that altered code f is the remake of it on ps2 mm-hmm. and it's and it's better mm-hmm. than um than the f- first playstation one in my head and just because it's easier on the eyes because wild arms is not a very pretty game as pretty as its opener is and yeah. just like the it's great, very early ps1 it's very early ps1 yeah. and uh um, but it has charm to it it's not like it's not like bad looking it's just like you have to adapt i love it because it tells the three individual stories and then just, I don't know. It just felt so unique at the time of, of these, 
these characters coming together and working together and you kind of have some liberty over their relationships and, and how it mm. progresses in that, in that manner. Um, and just the, just the adventure that, that it turns into yeah. is, is definitely a game that I, I suggest. And the series only gets better. Yeah. Like, Cause uh PlayStation plus also has wild arms three. So the only oh. reason right now is, is two for the first three. Yeah, I think five is the best one though. What's consoles at PS2? PS2. Oh yeah, X- you have that one. XE published it. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope they all get on there because yeah, really the benefit of a Game Pass esque service is, oh, I can try all these games. So if you want to try the whole Wild Arms series, you just go boom, 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 boom. I would love to just be able to put Wild Arms into my thing and it unlock it or something. Oh, that'd be nice. I thought about that too. I was like, man. But then how, like, well, even you don't need to do, be able to do it with every, like you don't need to be able to do it with PSP games. You can just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You can, I don't you, know. That wouldn't I, be possible. Uh, I, what games are you hoping come to this service? Because Cry- Crisis I, I, Core. Yeah, that's my big one. I was about to say I have one big one and it's that. Crisis Core. I would I need- love for it to have trophies because to me, getting trophies in a game means it's the ultimate way of saying, I really like this game because you were willing to, do all the little things. And I want to, I want to platinum crisis score. So I can be like, look, I like this game is, you should check this game out. I put all this time into it. So like, that's the most opinion I can give on it. Um, same with like Dissidia and Dissidia Duodecim. Those games are really fun. There's an XSEED PSP game called Brave Story New Traveler. It's Ooh. fucking weird as hell, but it's such a good, like, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy type RPG that no one fucking talks about. And I would love to see, I would love to see that. Um, there's a lot of PSP games actually that, you know, what is on the service that I'm going to check out hmm. rogue galaxy. Oh, you I've never wanted played? to play rogue galaxy for, for years. I remember going to EB games in Buffalo when we went to the States and I saw they had rogue galaxy and final fantasy 10. And I said, I'll do final fantasy 10. And uh, I always wondered since that day, what did I miss? Apparently I missed Will Friedel. Apparently he's the main guy, Jaster. <laughs> Jaster. Um, and I always look at it and I'm like, I want to get it on the PSN. And literally like this week when I was like, okay, I'll finally do it. It's on sale for like seven bucks. Right when I was about to do it, it was like, oh, it's included on the upcoming PS Plus. And I was like, well, it's not like I'm going to play it in the next four weeks before there's PS Plus. Mm-hmm. Such so I a, guess I might as well wait. <laughs> such a beautiful game. Who developed that game? Level five, right? Level five. Okay, so yeah, so it was like in the Dark Cloud era. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I could still buy it, so I have like if I I'd don't have, have plus, I and I do think Sony owns it. Yeah, Sony owns the uh, the so IP. For PlayStation All Stars Two. You can have Jaster. Jaster. Um. The game came out in 2007, the year I graduated high school. Look at that. There you go. That was before I graduated elementary school. And I remember like, it was like, there was like a, a kind of cool battle with Rogue Galaxy where it was Dragon Quest eight. Yeah. Rogue Galaxy and Final Fantasy 10. But Dragon Quest eight came with that Final Fantasy 12 demo. Oh, it did game on. Yeah. A lot of people bought it who never played Dragon Quest because they wanted that demo. I remember that. Oh, it did. Little did they know they were getting like the best RPG ever for the demo. So they yeah. they they did pretty well. That game aged so well too. It's true. 
And I think level five graphics age really well. Not Dark Cloud One, but Dark Cloud Two, especially. Dark Cloud One good. wasn't it a launch game for the PS2? I don't know if they launched. I don't know if it launched. I just know that like it was like because it it looks like a late PS1 early PS2 game, and then by two they they figured out like their style and everything. So I think it worked out. I just remember how ugly the dungeons were in that game. Yeah, very ugly. Um, I don't think those. I don't think a series like that could survive in today's. No, because no. it is. It's probably like a good double A. Like it wasn't Final Fantasy twelve well, huge game, but it was. The market is already being ruled by these indie developers who do stuff similar um, and offer their takes on it. But I feel like those types of games, like you have Toho games that mimic uh, Castlevania better than Konami can do a Castlevania yeah. game. And uh, I just find it so interesting that my, my thought process is that there are these developers who are older and they were so innovative back in the day that when they try to come back, they didn't grow with the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas indie developers are constantly looking at the industry and being like, okay, I really want to make a Castlevania. I really want to make a Metroidvania. Yeah. What did I like about that game? But what also not like, yeah, but also how did, how has it evolved over the years? And they don't have a huge company to, yeah. to shareholders to, to appease. They're just like, okay, I'm just going to make my own Metroidvania. So it's, it's totally different industry than when dark cloud was a thing. I want to say that Iga did it right with Bloodstained, but I, I think, think he did. Bloodstained's good. I think he had a really good team of people around yeah. him, though. Oh, absolutely. I don't, yeah. He definitely milked the expertise of his team. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue Galaxy is on Vita as well. Really? Or did they just have a Vita skin? Maybe, Maybe. a skin, because I don't remember seeing that, but I'll check. Very cool. Wait, I'm on the no, it didn't, no, it didn't. But I remember yeah, I was having, like, whoa. But I remember having like avatars from Rogue Galaxy on my Vita. I remember that too. Actually, now that you mentioned that, that is what they were from. That's weird. Is it? Yeah. What's I, your uh, What's your current PlayStation avatar, by the way? Um, Star Ocean. Um, whatever Star Ocean was released on, was it? Did they put? Did they put four or something on PS4? What they put on PS4? Uh, they put first departure. They put until the ends of time, and they put internet. Oh, the last hope. Last hope. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they put the last hope. When they put the last hope on um on um PS4, that's when I so I have the main character from there as my avatar. Nice. I just don't change it. I should. I, that's the same. Mine's been Beautiful Joe since I was like 15. That's pretty good though. Yeah. I was like, man, I fucking love Beautiful Joe because it rules. And I, I was like, I'm going to buy that icon for a dollar. I think out of the default ones, I think it was it was Nero from Devil May Cry 4. Oh no. Or was that one bought too? I don't know. But it's been Beautiful Joe for so long now that I can't change it because who am I then? Yeah, I remember I used to like get really into PlayStation 4 themes and I remember I miss themes. 
I remember some of them for like the trails games, you would have to switch accounts to like EU accounts to have access to other themes. Like yeah, I remember going on the Japanese, my Japanese account to get the dragon quest theme before it came here. I was, but yeah, I was kind of deep in the themes and PS5 doesn't have themes. No, doesn't. I wish it did. I mean, it'd be harder to implement because of the way it works, but I really wish it did. Oh, the PS5 menu is ugly as fuck. I also I get- wish the switch had themes too. I can't imagine why the Switch doesn't have I can't themes. either. The 3DS it's... had such good ones. I have a Dreamcast one, and when you turn it out of sleep mode, it plays the disk drive noise. It's... That's amazing. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane that there's... Yeah, we're, I'm looking forward to uh, to the PlayStation Plus thing. Obviously, it has some issues that have been announced this week, but I'm I'm interested in seeing what games they, uh, games they pop out. That said, we can just wrap up the episode right now. We can. Nice, nice 30 minute episode. If you made it this far, you'll know that um, Spencer and I probably have nothing to talk about, <laughs> but we made it work. We made it work. That's all that matters. That's it's we'll, we'll come back full force next week with, yeah, a, give us time with a great episode. Um, TBH. Oh, you know what today was supposed to be. Yeah. Your name. We're going to have to do it. We're both next. out of it. I'm sorry. But no, we will do it next it's, week. Uh, yeah, well, it's the first next week. We'll record on the first. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll, It'll be fine. fine. It'll, It'll be, be fine. fine. It's okay. It's okay. We'll come back. You got a, you got a yay or nay for the indie showcase last time. Yeah, you can't. You're getting you a little can, greedy. It's, it's going to hold you over till next week. You you're know? definitely getting a little greedy. Yeah, um, a little bit needy, too. A little needy. A little yeah. needy. All these comments about how nice it is to see us. <laughs> you need a Back off. Back off. I need my space. Uh, with that said, have a good week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Noisy pixel.